0: You're listening to Legal Talk Network.
1: Welcome to another edition of Special Reports on Legal Talk Network. This is Adriana Linares. I'm the host for today's show. I have a co-host. Hey, Jason. Hi, and I'm Jason Marsh, and I'm with Marsh a. We're in Chicago at the Clio Cloud Conference. It's amazing and wonderful. It's at the Radisson Blue Aqua Hotel for its second year. And of course, we're here to cover this event for you, our listeners. Joining me today, I have three very, very keen and smart marketing specialists. I'm going to let them each introduce themselves. Let's start with you, Guy.
2: Hi, I'm Guy Sakalakis, I'm a founder of AttorneySync. Really excited to be here at the Clio Cloud Conference, uh, one of my favorite conferences of the year. Really great people, um, having a great time. I'm Alan Rodriguez, I'm co-founder of 1-400. I'm really excited to be at the
0: Clio Conference as well. There's been a lot of great, wonderful programming and we're so pleased to be able to be a part of that.
3: My name is Eva Hibnick, co-founder of 1-400, and this is our first time at the Clio Conference, so we're super excited. And we just gave a presentation on sales and marketing.
1: So uh, it went great. That's great. Before we get started on some substance stuff, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. What is 1 400?
0: Glad you asked. I uh, mean, the, and
1: especially the name. Yeah. You know, yeah I yeah. guess that's really what I'm asking.
0: So it's kind of a trick question.
2: I, I, we I actually think, yeah. ask it a
1: lot. I ask a lot right. of tricky questions. On our business cards, we actually have it on the
3: back. What does 1 400 mean?
2: I know what it is. It's a you, rule. It is. Yes, it is what a rule. What kind of rule? Uh, rule about marketing. Yeah. yeah. So well,
3: we should all know so that, yeah, there. yeah. but it, it governs I'll let you the, guys say. It. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, it governs attorney
1: advertising and solicitation in California.
3: So oh, that's specifically the rule 1400.
1: Oh, very interesting. Okay, so I just wanted to know about 1400 and then G. Your last name is really hard
2: sakalakis once you get past the first t it's really not that bad what is it sakalakis is, i get sakalakis is that the
4: flaming cheese you get at it's the, very similar uh, the
2: that's saganaki right, and I I actually some of my friends call me saganaki gotcha. so it's okay <laughs> if you want to call me that
1: well cool that's fun all right so gee you did a presentation in the legal technology track called be where clients are looking leveraging local online legal marketing for your firm And then Eva and Alan did one also in the legal technology track called Tools and Techniques, Streamline Your Marketing and Sales Process. And I think each of you had a different focus during your presentations. Guy, you were talking at a more local level, and then Alan and Eva, you were just talking a little bit more broadly. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your presentation first?
3: Yeah, our presentation was 100 slides, and we only had uh, 50 minutes, so it was pretty quick and it was just a broad overview of what kind of processes your firm should have for marketing and then for sales as well.
2: Uh, Mine was about local uh, online marketing. So we really talked about how the the real world and the internet are kind of the lines are blurring, and so there's a lot of things you can do offline uh, to give yourself better visibility online, and uh, you know, putting your best foot forward in terms of having uh, where permissible, happy clients sing your praises, and the impact that can have on uh, generating uh, more business from the web.
4: So you mentioned that the that the lines are blurring between offline and online world. What are can you give some examples of what you mean by that? Sure, I,
2: I think the most obvious one is is that um, you know. People still turn to people they know and trust when they're looking to hire a lawyer. So, word of mouth referrals and, and word of mouth business uh, is still the major way that legal services consumer find lawyers. However, in the past, that's kind of where it stopped. Uh, you'd get someone's business card, maybe their phone number, but now legal services consumers can go online and do a lot more research about you and, and they expect to see information about you, right? They they expect to see happy clients singing your praises. They expect to see you taking leadership positions. And so the stuff you do in the real world uh, impacts what your web presence or the stuff that your uh, potential clients see about you online. And, and those things play a role in their consideration set and deciding whether or not you're the right lawyer for them. And so how
4: do you address address that? in a practical sense? Is it asking your clients to review you on popular review sites or what other things would you suggest in that?
2: Yeah, so, you know, maybe stating the obvious here, but the, the starting point provi- is providing great service to clients and, and doing some of the things that Jack uh, talked about, uh, making your interactions with them more effortless. Because, um, you, you know, if their clients aren't happy, they're not going to go online and say uh-huh. happy, happy, sentiment about you. So that's where it starts. Uh, but then I think there's things you can do to nudge clients, uh, you know, let them know what opportunities there are for them to, who, the clients who are happy. And, you know, a lot of clients will come to you and say, hey, you know, i really, really happy you were able to help me. Thank you so much. Is there anything I can do to help you? Uh, I think that's a great opportunity to say, hey, you know what, if you're willing, you know, head on over to my Google My Business page or my Facebook page or whatever uh, to say something nice. And I think the other thing to keep in mind is, is that uh, you've got to be a little bit careful because states are more restrictive on how you can encourage clients to do that. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so obviously, I always encourage people to check with their state bar before they're you know, doing anything online, get familiar with their rules. Uh, but I think thinking like that is a good step in the right direction for uh, helping communicate that online.
4: Great. That's awesome advice. All right, 1-400, guys. Now, you, so you said you talked a little bit more about some of the big-picture stuff on the practices that firms should be implementing. What, what are some of those things, the big-picture you know, strategic approach that a firm should be thinking about in terms of what they should be doing? Yeah, so uh, I, I think what
0: we tried to focus on, what's, what's that kind of next step, right? So very accurate information in terms of how people are engaging with attorneys, but, you know, not every website visitor or any kind of uh, researcher turns into a client that first time go, right? So there's a significant number of steps that one can do to implement to make sure that they increase engagement. So we talked a little bit about remarketing. For instance, if right. your website is uh, receiving X number of visitors, but maybe your contact rate is only one or two percent, whatever efforts and time you put forth into driving that traffic over to your website, you know you want to kind of
4: um, capture more of that opportunity. So remarketing is a great way to do that. Can we, for the people that maybe yeah. aren't totally sure what remarketing is, right. can you explain that or just a I don't
0: sure know. remarketing is a, is a type of marketing where um, you have inability to reach people after they visited your site. The perfect example I like to give, it's like you go on amazon.com, you're shopping for, I don't know, a pair of shoes, vacuum cleaner, something along those lines, and then you navigate away, you didn't purchase that time, and you go to a blog. You see that advertisement for that vacuum cleaner, that pair of shoes following you around, right? You stay in top of mind. When you're ready to buy, you click on that ad banner, you get to that pricing page, you check out, and that's remarketing, right? Gotcha, so, okay. So with law firms, uh, somebody might be comparing your firm against another firm, something along those lines. and then kind of staying top of mind once they get to that point of purchase.
4: Very important, very cost
0: effective way of converting clients.
4: So it sounds like where you may be spending a lot of money to drive visibility and traffic to your website, you know, some percentage of those people are going to leave right. so that it's great if you can continue to keep your message front and center even after they've left, left your website. Right,
0: yeah, so that's one example of how you can recapture you know, some of uh, that, that data. But I think overall taking a more strategic approach to make sure that you're optimized for receiving business, You know, other modifications that you might make to your website, your social media profiles, making sure that you're accessible, as accessible as necessary. Yeah.
4: What about social media? I, I want to get both of your opinions on, on how effective social media is as as a channel for law firms to generate new business. And does that does that matter what type of practice it is, whether it's you know a business firm or uh, something else?
3: Yeah, so we we tell firms to really think about social media as in brand awareness, not really client acquisition. You can acquire clients, but it's probably going to take some time. So it's really just another avenue to showcase your knowledge and experience. And so we went over social media both on the organic side, so using Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, but also paid. Because with paid social media, you can target pretty effectively by industry, even by title. So we really encouraged all the attorneys to kind of try and think outside the box when they're thinking about marketing. So we gave examples of like experiential marketing as well as kind of one of the newer marketing trends. Mean? Yeah, so the example we gave was Corona, the beer. Um, very familiar with that. Yeah. <laughs> commissioned some chalk artists and they did this like huge sort of mural on the ground that sort of was 3D effect Mm -hmm. and then put um, a chair there. And so people were going on Instagram because it was a cool picture, right? So it was like a trending picture. And so that's an example of experiential marketing. It's just uh, basically indirectly promoting yourself by doing something cool. Yeah. And engaging. So...
0: Very People love to share that on social media, right of They take pictures of themselves and as long as there's appropriate branding, you know those are going to get reshared and it 's all impression advertising at that point yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: well that 's great
4: what 's another thing that firms should be thinking about in terms of optimizing their local presence and just just i mean let 's just say they want better rank in, in the local Uh, Google listings as opposed to the regular organic, and what's the difference between that or, or is there?
2: Sure. So one of the first things I always tell lawyers is, you know, understand who your audience is, right? Are your, the potential clients that you want for clients, are they using search engines, that way, especially if you're talking about, you know, looking directly for a lawyer um, in a direct response capacity. And and there certainly are segments of lawyers that that's true for. um, Once you've identified that organic search is a a good channel for you, especially when you're talking about local, uh, the two biggest things uh, that I always say in local are, one, you've got to get your business citations consistent, uh, really the major ones. um, And
4: and, and just describe what you mean by citations. So
2: a business citation basically is a mention of your name, address, and phone, uh, your business name or attorney's name name, address, and phone uh, across uh, a bunch of different sites, so places like starting point Google My Business, um, but places like Yelp, places like Avo, and then beyond that, hyperlocal links are a big uh, factor. In fact, uh, for listeners that want to learn more about local search, uh, Moz puts out uh, a lot of great local search uh, resources full disclosure, I'm a participant in the Moz Local uh, Search Ranking Factor Survey, but you get a lot of different voices on some of the things that they've seen work for getting local results. Um, But to me, if you really had to boil it down to two, it's consistency of citations and local links. So getting places like schools, local organizations, um, and you know, I think one of the things uh, that Eva mentioned, like experiential-type marketing, it's a great candidate for driving that kind of attention. So if you do something cool that people want to share and talk about, you're more likely to get people to link to your uh, that content on your site. And the same thing is true if you sponsor a charity or if your firm goes out and takes a leadership role in some kind of, like, event. Those are great things to highlight on social media, and they can also generate links from the organizational sites that actually hosted those events.
4: And that's what you mean when you're talking about the hyper-local link, right? from right. other local organizations, businesses, et cetera. Yeah,
2: I think a lot of people tend to focus on like the big places to get links. Like, you know, f- of course, you know, and I don't want to go into a whole thing about links only, but I think focusing on a local level, especially if you serve a local uh, legal services consumer base, those hyper-local mentions, those hyper-local links, uh, you know, other businesses, uh, other very local organizations can be really powerful uh, in terms of those local rankings.
4: Gotcha, well, cool. What about, say I'm a consumer-facing law firm, criminal law, family law, that type of thing. Where do you feel is, are the strongest channel or channels for a law firm to invest their money in to drive new business?
0: Two primary channels. Uh, I think for a longer-term marketing strategy, content marketing is really key. So that means uh, maintain, running and maintaining a blog, generating meaningful content right? that's relevant to your audience. This has tremendous value in terms of that content will then later be served up in search engine results. So, for instance, somebody might look uh, at a blog post on how to choose the right personal injury attorney, for instance. And if okay. you have a blog post um, that highlights that you know uh, type of content, then that more than likely is going to get served up as a search result. It's an opportunity to sell your services indirectly to people that are interested and be considered a resource for that. I think secondarily, um, so outside of content marketing, so which got a longer tail, AdWords is a pretty good, effective um, way to kind of reach people immediately and relevant. The thing about AdWords, it's a little scary to take that initial investment because it, you know, the in the legal industry, it's it's highly competitive. Adword costs are are pretty significant, um, but if done correctly and with the right amount of planning, you can very strongly and accurately measure your return on investment, which makes it a little bit more productive. And so, with the Adwords, you know, again, you want to make sure that you've set that up correctly. And the thing about that, as a as a, an acquisition channel, is people who are clicking on those ads are really ready to buy. More than likely, they've gone through some organic kind of experience where they're evaluating a certain firm, doing their research, their due diligence, and then are looking for something like best personal injury attorney, Los Angeles, Right. seeing an ad, clicking on that and responding.
4: So they're typing in the very thing that they're looking for and you have an opportunity to then show them an ad immediately that corresponds with that. Right.
1: Well, this has been great. I'm sorry that we don't have more time because the conversation is so interesting and we can learn so much from you. But there's always the Internet and people can follow up with you if they have more questions. So I'm just going to go around uh, the table and ask each of you to let our listeners know how they can follow up with you, stalk you on the Internet, learn more about your services.
3: Come on LinkedIn and connect with uh, me and Alan. And our website is www.one-400.com. Great.
0: Yeah, and then uh, follow us on Twitter yeah. at O-N-E underscore four zero zero.
2: And you can certainly search my long Greek name or <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter or go to attorney, S-Y-N-C, attorney What
1: about you, Jason?
4: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at underscore Jason Marsh.
1: Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate everyone's time. This has been another edition of Special Reports. I'm Adriana Linares signing off from Chicago. Until next time, thanks for listening.